This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right, a lot happening today. As you heard Terry mention, the President of the United States expected to speak this hour, expected to declare a state of emergency. Uh, Coming up in this province, Premier John Horrigan is going to be speaking this afternoon at 2.15. We will bring that to you. And we're also expecting an update from the Vancouver Park Board at 1 o'clock, or there's going to be a news conference after 1 o'clock this afternoon, between 1 and 1.30. It's very possible they could be announcing the closure of public spaces, much like we've seen in Washington State. Not sure if that is what's happening, but we will bring you that information as well as soon as it is available. Uh, One of the other stories you've been hearing after yesterday's news conference, the 3.30 news conference, which we bring you live as well, uh, British Columbians, Canadians were told to restrict all non-essential travel and to not travel outside the country. And if you do, be prepared to self-isolate for 14 days upon your return. Well, what about people who cross the border all the time, do it very frequently because of their job. Well, Dave Earl is the president of the BC Trucking Association, and he joins me now on the line to talk a bit more about this. Dave, thanks so much for being with us. Thanks for having me, Joe. So what does this mean with yesterday, uh, Adrian Dix, the health minister, saying uh, even for consumers, don't be going to Bellingham, going grocery shopping or getting gas and coming back. Truckers must go to, to across the border all the time. Uh, they do. Uh, in fact, there's between 90 and 100,000 crossings uh, every month, so a little bit more coming south than going north. But uh, So that's what we're talking about in terms of volume of traffic. One of the things to keep in mind um, at, at the news conference yesterday and uh, the government statement is uh, that specifically focuses on non-essential travel uh, with the goal of making sure that we're minimizing opportunities for transmission. Uh, our, our drivers, the people that deliver the goods that you and I and everybody rely on every day, um, they don't do it for fun. They're not looking to save a dollar on a gallon of milk. They're doing it because it's critical work. Um, that supply chain that you and I and everybody relies on for literally everything that you use, everything that's around you every day, uh, is absolutely critical. And uh, we're working very closely with government, both at the provincial and federal levels, uh, to make sure that we can maintain that supply chain. So as it is now, because it's also, uh, um, you're right, it was based on people who uh, not deemed essential travel if you're going back and forth across the border. So as it is now, is it business as usual for BC truckers? Uh, It is. We are hearing anecdotal stories about different types of interactions, uh, different companies and shippers and receivers making uh, decisions about what is essential, what's not. Um, But certainly, by and large, uh, the supply chain is functioning as it does every other day. And uh, and that is our goal is to make sure that it continues to do so. And and not to be alarmist about this, but there has been some talk of the possibility of closing the border if things get worse. What would that mean for your industry? Well, we look to other jurisdictions um, where your listener may be familiar with, and we hear about media and stories. For example, Italy uh, closed their borders and, and put in significant restrictions. What's really important to understand, and it's absolutely critical that your listeners understand this, is even in those countries where the borders are closed, it's closed to non-essential travel. So when we're talking about essential movements of goods, the things that you and I and everybody relies on, uh, in jurisdictions where they've brought in these restrictions, those goods still flow. Uh, And the reason for that is because we need to be able to continue to be able to live 
uh, to provide care to people who are ill, to be able to go about our, our activities of daily living uh, as much as possible. Um, that goods movement still needs to occur, and in other jurisdictions where we've seen it, uh, it has occurred. So, um, you know, it's one thing, uh, you know, to, to think about it maybe conceptually, but I, it, it certainly, um, we've got no indication that uh, there's anything uh, on the horizon like that. Quite the contrary, uh, everybody's working diligently and very hard to make sure uh, that there is no disruption to that supply chain. Uh, because uh, we've been seeing as well on social media uh, various reports, uh, for whatever reason, people at some grocery stores uh, have just uh, have been lining up uh, for uh, hours, it seems. Uh, yeah. we've, been, we've been hearing about that today. Uh, but I think what's not reported as much is when we see those pictures of the empty shelves, they're filled again the next day. Yeah. And that's, that's mainly because of BC truckers that are bringing that stuff to the stores. You're absolutely right. And I mean, one of the things we're really concentrating on and we'll have uh, information out to our membership this afternoon is giving a high level best practices for drivers. Uh, these are people who do the work every day and do it invisibly. Uh, you and I go to the grocery shelf and if there isn't something there, we kind of wonder how, how could it possibly not be there? Um, you know, these people do amazing work day and night, 365 days a year. And we want to make sure that they feel comfortable and that they are safe in doing their work. You know, one of the things, Jill, um, due to the nature of the work, and we, we have this new phrase in our, in our, our language, social isolation, um, that by the nature of the work is, is much of what truckers do. Um, they work alone. You know, so we're going to be working with our members to make sure that we can provide uh, comfort to the drivers and uh, resources to them to be able to continue to do that. It might actually be one of the safest professions. So like you said, that's something that truckers already practice. Uh, truly, you know, and so one of the things I would say um, to your listener as well is the next time that you do see one of these trucks, you know, rolling down the highway, uh, understand what may be in that truck. I mean, that may be what you're looking for, what you desperately need or what somebody else does. And just give a nod or a wave to that driver and just take a 10 seconds to think about, you know, without that happening, uh, you can't lead the life that you want to lead. Uh, absolutely. This has to be coming at a difficult time for your association as well, in light of the rail blockades and what we've, we've just recovered from when it comes to those protests and where we saw uh, the supply chain kind of choked off there for a while. This is, is this a bit of a double whammy for you? Well, it's really interesting when we're trying to figure out and, and look at the impacts of that. Um, the terminal operators did a really good job uh, in terms of moving containers through the Port of Vancouver onto the local delivery trucks. Uh, that moved through it. A lot of the disruption was on the rail side, but even there it was somewhat muted because of uh, the resiliency of the supply chain and how they could move uh, destinations and containers around. So I, I give some really good marks to the uh, the terminal operators to maintain that. You know, having said that, um, we still had a bit of a backlog and we're working through that, um, you know, and now we have this. It's it's challenging for sure, um, but honestly, that's uh, that's why a lot of people go into this industry is the challenge of logistics and uh, you know and the successes that you can have by being thorough, by being very creative and uh, very innovative. Uh, so, just uh, before we wrap up, for people that might be concerned about goods getting through, uh, even if more drastic measures are taken that will really drastically uh, stop the movement of people, the movement of the general public, you're quite you're. Um, letting people know or or confident that goods will continue to get through. Absolutely. And I say that uh, recognizing the work that different agencies are doing 
recognizing the work that we're doing on both the provincial and federal setting and, uh, and, and, and giving kudos to uh, the decision makers who do recognize the absolute critical importance of goods movement. So, uh, yep, it's, uh, we'll continue maintaining that supply chain and uh, continue working with everybody who's making decisions. All right. Dave Earl, busy time for you. Thank you so much for making some time for us. Anytime. Thanks, Joe. Dave Earl is the president of the BC Trucking Association.